Hello everyone, welcome to the Simply Nikki Show. In today's episode, I'm going to be doing a topic on laughing at my pain. And no, before you think any further, this is not a review on Kevin Hart's stand-up Laugh at My Pain, but it's an interesting insight on Laugh at My Pain as I watch Will Smith, the actor, docuseries that is currently on YouTube called Best Shape of My Life and how he uses comedy to cover up and hide his pain from childhood to adulthood. And we're going to get into a deeper aspect on how we use certain mechanisms to hide and cover up our pain for the world to not see. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode, and please share if you like, and stay tuned for much more. So Laugh at My Pain is very self-explanatory, and as I'm watching the docuseries that is currently on YouTube by Will Smith called The Best Shape of My Life, it goes through him being the best shape of his life in his 50s and also struggling to write his autobiography about his life and the toll it takes on his mental and physical being as he goes through with his psychologist, nutritionist, and trainer to be the best version of him. And he also shows not just the physicality of what it means on the external part of how it means and feels to be in the best shape of your life, but also battling through mental trauma, childhood trauma, etc. that may be a tug and pull on your being in total, right? And it shows how throughout the docuseries, he is using laughter to get through the pain, laughter to avoid um feeling and remembering the pain of childhood growing up, remembering the pain that he may felt throughout his life. And it shows how no matter your race, no matter your gender, no matter your background, that we all use laughter in some type of form of coping and defense mechanisms to hide and bury our pain because the ideal and normality of actually send in your pain which a lot of us had to deal with and still going through to this very exact moment that it is hard it is very uncomfortable so being uncomfortable is not an easy state being comfortable is easy being uncomfortable is not so the idea of being uncomfortable tends to make someone wants to run away from their problems You tend to want to use substances, any outlets you can find so you won't have to deal with your pain, bring out your trauma, or anything. Because who wants to deal with that, right? It's not an easy slate. It's ugly. Like Michael Jackson said, the artist, you have to look at the man, the mirror, and everyone it's very tough to do that because we all have our baggage and we all have our pain that we do not share with people. And when you have to come face to face with the reality that you have some ish going on within yourself and unpacking that, how does that look? You know, so him documenting this journey he is on is very eye opening um, because we're in an age of relatability, especially with influencers, celebrities, etc. It's like 
if we feel some type of relatability with these celebrities and influencers, we feel heard, we feel seen, we feel understood, we don't feel left out, we don't feel alone. So you see this coming of age of celebrities and influencers using this relatability and this I see you, here is my life, connect with me type of environment, right? And it's, it's a plug for oh my God, you're real. Oh my God, I see myself in you. Connectivity is what the social human aspect is longing for, especially with so many isolations, so many letdowns, so many um, staying in your mind and just trying to find an outlet type of situation. So you wonder why you see so many people like Will Smith or different celebrities and big figures like himself go through these routes of relatability because it's one, um, it's a high ticket and two, social media has given us the aspect and tools to connect with people on a deeper level than we didn't or weren't able to before. You know, because certain things are changing. The television industry are changing. The magazine industry is changing. So nobody just wants to read about your life. They want to see it, you know, because everybody's nosy. We're all nosy. We all dibble and dabble in being nosy, right? So someone being an open book is very telling. Someone being honest is something we all long for. And plus, because it's like at the palm of our hands, we all feel attached and we all feel connected. We all feel like we're a part of someone that is either in the biggest rim light other than ourselves and being that close to them feel like we are at a certain level or of star power or social classism level at their same hierarchy, if that makes sense, right? If we feel like we're on the same level as a Will Smith or a Jada Pickett Smith or whatever, or Oprah, and they have these master classes or docu-series and open up their homes and their lives, it feels like we're part of them. And that goes into the culture of celebrity relatability um that can also be a good thing and also can be an issue if you're so attached to a person that you're worshiping them that you feel like they can do no wrong and that's what before technology has been and now that people have the tools of social media, they can just put their business on front street. And I hear a lot of people on the internet say, oh, Will Smith's talking too much. Y'all need to stop talking. Close your doors. Close your mouth. We don't need to see another red table. I get it. Okay? But if you don't want to hear it, you don't have to follow them. If you don't want to hear it, you can go do something else. No one is obligating you to follow these people. No one is obligating you to search these people because a human is a human in my eyes. I'm not worshiping you. You are no better than me. And I feel like now that people are breaking down and unveiling the walls of 
I'm perfect or the idea of society putting that image on them and them saying, okay, enough is enough. I'm about to just layer all this off and begin a new me. Because that's tiresome when you have to act like you're a perfectionist or that you the perfect image or the perfect couple or the perfect this and that. It's tiresome. So when you see a Will Smith and a Jada Pickett Smith and a lot of celebrities and influences pull back the rims and the shades of their actual life, they're like, oh, my gosh, thank you. I can see your life. I can see that you're not just a statue you're not just a celebrity you're actually like me so that's a thing of relatability and it shows that everybody's human no one's perfect right and that's what I was seeing watching Will's docuseries that we're we're all we're all dealing with our own stuff you know what I mean And him showing the battles he's having with trying to exercise and get his mental mental health intact while also trying to eat healthy and lose weight at 50 is very hard, especially going through unveiling all of your trauma, all of your business, all the things that you hide within yourself by laughing at your pain. Okay, so it's very interesting how we use laughing at my pain, right? And I'm going to go into the meaning behind the phrase laughing at my pain and also how it goes into the psyche of the mind. So I'm still going to break down this self-explanatory phrase, laugh at your pain. Yes, it is there. You probably understand it, but I still want to give you a background on it because... I wouldn't be me if I didn't, right? So, according to Healthline.com, laughing at your pain is could be a result of a cognitive defense mechanism for lowering anxiety associated with discomfort or showing the threat itself that we don't fear it. It also suggests that laughter helps us heal from trauma by distracting ourselves from the pain and associating that pain with a positive emotion. Just like I state that relatability with celebrities such as Will Smith and so many others and influencers on YouTube creates this comfort of someone of my age, of my background and my history I see myself in them. And a lot of us in this new age of technology, we are going through that because Instagram and Facebook has helped amplify this meaning of I can see your life at the palm of my hands and know all your whereabouts with YouTube. So, and also comedy helps with the comedian using their life, social events, life events, and their pain to use trauma and laughter to cover it as a defense mechanism. And all of us do it, right? Nothing's wrong with it. However, if we continue to psychologically laugh at our pain and not deal with it, as the actor Will Smith has detailed throughout his childhood and adulthood, 
as he's going to his midlife of 50 years and writing his autobiography about his entire life and what he's gone through and having to deal with the constant tug and pull of getting in the best shape of his life with his weight and also struggling with trying to get into the way he wants to be the weight that he wants to be in as he writes each chapter for his autobiography and it shows the that your mental health connects with your weight connects with your physical spiritual emotional being that is all connected and if your mind is not right then your body and you want it to be in the best shape will not be connected and you won't get the end result or continue to be on the the goal and be on the trend of being the best version of yourself because it all aligns. If your mind is not right, if your energy is not right, if your spiritual emotional being is not right, it will show in your external being. Okay, because what we are in the inside tends to spill out on the outside, no matter how long you try to cover it up. Right. So associating it with laughter helps us balance the ease, balance the uncomfortability of it all, the discomfort of it. It helps relieve temporary pressures off the mind like it said lower anxiety stress etc but what it doesn't do when you laugh at your pain it doesn't give you the permanent ease that you're looking for or comfort and when you are unveiling your pain without comfort Without laughter and just sit in silence as we have to do in these trying times and learning ourselves and looking ourselves in the mirror as the artist Michael Jackson states in the song, Man in the Mirror, we must look at ourselves and a lot of times that is an uncomfortable, ugly space to be in. But on the outcome of it all can be the most beautiful transformation that you probably have seen in your entire life. No matter how old, what you are, what you come from, if you have that baggage or claim, that baggage that you claim to have, I mean, as long as God gives you the breath the chance of life each and every moment in time and day throughout your journey is never too late to overcome any obstacles. It's never too late to face that pain in the eye and at the center and just tackle it head on. And another thing I noticed with Will Smith in the docuseries Best Shape of My Life is his mindset in him growing up throughout his childhood as his father told Will and his brother when they were younger and him helping his father build 
his business by doing the outside of building brick bright brick right every time they come from out after school they go to his father's business and help build this building and how his father would say don't worry about the entire wall worry about the brick you have and just focus on that brick by brick and as will smith is narrating this on his docuseries he's also telling him this himself this in his 50s as he's trying to lose weight with his trainer and how he's battling his mental spiritual emotional and physical being all at the same time and how that idea and ideology that his father instilled in him as he states i'm a paraphrase that you either tackle it, you either finish that brick, that one brick, and win at it, or you're going to get messed up. Again, I believe his father was emotionally, verbally abusive at times, if I'm not mistaken, watching his interview with Jada Pinkett Smith about his entails of his life with his father growing up that you can't quit you know the old generation of those ideologies that you carry with yourself like a lot of us carry our childhood into our adulthood but it's how it affects you and if it affects you in a negative way then it must be tackled. And a lot of times we use that negative ideology and turn into this strict, I will not give up. I will always achieve unhealthy, straining feelings on ourselves that if we do fail at something, if we do not like something that is bothering us, we will attack it to the end of the earth. No matter what it is, whether it is with help or with with no help. And a lot of times it's with no help. Don't get help and we don't ask for help on how to deal with a lot of our unhealthy habits that we have. We may think psychologically that nothing is wrong and you don't see nothing wrong with it. The only reason why we don't see nothing wrong with our unhealthy habits and ideologies and views is because we were taught those and we carried it on with us brick by brick. Okay? And when you constantly think of that, when you constantly think of that ideology that like Will Smith him just looking at his career and hearing him on his docuseries, he doesn't like failure. The fear of failure, right? That no matter how many times I stop, no matter how many times I say I quit, I know deep down inside I will never quit. I will never give up because of what I was taught. And a lot of times we have to be aware of what we instill in ourselves and seek help with our therapists and understand as they would entail what is unhealthy and what is healthy.
Just because we see it as healthy doesn't mean it's good for us because it it can become a toxic behavior where you feel like nothing you do is right. And that can be an unhealthy and unhappy life. That no matter how many goals you reach, you will never be happy because you feel like you, you, you haven't done enough. So you know what you do? You go turn on that deaf comedy jam, or you go listen to your favorite comedian, or whatever skit you may find on the internet to laugh at that pain because you're like, you know what? This is becoming overwhelming. Thinking about each thing I need to tackle of unhealthy habits, of assignments that are left incomplete because it's too much. Grievance, discomfort, uncomfortability, ugliness, and revealing your true self to become your better self. And that's what I feel the best shape of my life phrase me in the docuseries of Will Smith on YouTube. Because the laughter went from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air to being an actor to... Being in his music career and always finding what is next. And when you're you're like a hamster on the wheel, always trying to find what's next and keep going on that wheel. When is it that you're going to stop and say, enough is enough. I don't like this feeling of always on the go. I don't like this feeling of perfectionist. I don't like this ideology that... If that brick is not in that center the right way and I drop it, I mess up the entire project. I fail at life. And that is an unhealthy way of living. And that's what I mean by using defense mechanisms mechanisms, and coping mechanisms in unhealthy ways. Even though we was taught that it's the only way and it's not. And that's why we always laugh at our pain because when you have to deal with everything I just said, you will never want to tackle anything of the uncomfortable truths of your life. Because all I just said seems very ugly and disheartening and overwhelming all at once, right? And that's what the relatability of Will Smith's docuseries is showing that yes truth, honesty is what's needed and it should be looked at as I'm no better than you I go through the same stuff I'm just showing you through a camera you know what I mean some people can handle being in front of that camera and they can be the best actors and you think, oh, you got it all together. A lot of people can act their behinds off and you will never know. And that's why people say, oh, my gosh, thank you. I see you. Thank you for sharing this. I see you. Because a lot of times you get tired of laughing at your pain over and over again. Can we just understand our pain and get through the healing so I can get to the other side of happiness and growth. Not baggage, pain, laughter, 
and then try to be the best version of ourselves because it's not possible to still hold on to the past, try to deal with the present so I can fix the present and do everything I can at the present so I can be better in the future. It's not going to work. And if all that didn't make sense, you know, y'all know how my brain works. I'm not going to keep explaining this to y'all. <laughs> okay? So, you cannot operate in the space of baggage, trauma, laughing at the pain, not dealing with it, and still want to be the hardest working person in the industry, the baddest looking person in the world. You can't. No one's going to be perfect. Only be the best version of yourself that you want to be and be that. No outside people should validate that. Your self-worth, your healthy looking version is what you should want, not what other people want. Now, any validation outside of that, you should not seek. Because again, seeking validation of others and their opinions is not satisfying you and will always keep you unhappy because you're always trying to satisfy others. And I know I'm going in different directions with this laughing at my pain scenario and phrase. However, I'm breaking this down because everyone is just trying to make it. Everyone is trying to, oh, I'm going to make this amount of money by this time. Oh, and in a certain amount of months, I'm going to have this many goals completed. And I'm going to have this many uh, videos out. And all these goals, what in the now, what in, in yourself are you seeking to say, I feel good. I feel wanted. I'm valued. Yes, I went through all of this, but I came out from it. We do not have to let our pain and laughing at our pain to be a punch, punching bag to hide it. And Will Smith sharing the laughter at his pain and showing that, look, I'm I'm tired of laughing. I'm going to show y'all why I laugh at my pain. And these are the reasons why, as he's going through the tales and reading each chapter of his autobiography about his life. That is okay to just be honest because a lot of people are tired of lying to themselves that everything is okay and it's okay to say I'm not okay seek yourself by unpacking the ugly truths of your pain so you will not have to laugh at your pain anymore. That you can see it, understand it, feel for it. Take it with you for grounding yourself 
but don't let it hold you and wear you down. Because no matter, no amount of money, no amount of fame, no amount of notoriety will ever fulfill your pain unless you deal with it. If you constantly move around it and never tackle it, it would always be there. And the silence is the killer. And in this silence, you don't want it to let it defeat you. And unfortunately, a lot of souls and a lot of people have tragically lost their lives from that. The silent killer. It's okay to talk talk it out. And if you are a person that doesn't want to just talk to anybody, seek help from a psychologist a therapist, and a counselor to go through the ropes so that silence won't kill your spirit, okay? So this is my take on the phrase laugh at my pain as I reviewed the Will Smith docuseries, The Best Shape of My Life on YouTube, and so much more, and breaking down why we use laughter as a way to cope and defend the mechanisms of hiding our pain so thank you for listening to this episode please stay tuned for more episodes every sunday because i'm dropping episodes like it's christmas around here okay and just stay tuned for more episodes thank you for listening please share if you like please share with your family friends co-workers etc and please follow me on my social media platforms at nikki podcast that's lowercase n-i-c-k-i-e-p-o-d-c-a-s-t on facebook and instagram and you can follow me on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Simply Nikki Podcasts. That's S-I-M-P-L-Y-N-I-C-K-I-E-P-O-D-C-A-S-T on all streaming platforms. Thank you. Stay tuned for more episodes. Have a blessed rest of the year and years to come. And stay tuned because you don't want to miss it because it's high. Okay, peace.